Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Rubber, rubber, rubber. Do it! Triple M. We've got a rubber band here tonight. It's Boy and Bear. They're going to give us their brand new single. I watched you down with your spirit. And the latest crazy sport out of Russia. And the latest update from NASA. Hi, you've reached the NASA newsroom. And we'll catch up with our old friend Klaus Finger for some advice. Not being lucky, no, just rocking in and rolling. So we got all that, the finest rock known to humanity. Sammy X, we got Albie Mangles tonight? No, not yet, no. Friday, remember? You can't find Albie Mangles, can you? You've got till Friday, Phil. You must be the only blonde in Australia that can't find Albie Mangles. Hang on a minute. Just calm down there with your blonde references. It can only happen in Russia as we continue to find the most extreme sport. Two guys jump in the ring dressed as medieval knights. They've got swords, real swords. They've got shields. They've got mace on, you know, the sort of neck stuff. Medieval MMA from Russia. Just like MMA, but with guys dressed as knights. Here they are getting into the ring. Look. Getting into the ring there with these swords on and everything. Got no idea what this guy's saying. Let's get ready to rumble! So I found something else that's just as extreme. Dennis is on the phone. He is a champion chess boxer. How does chess boxing work then? You start off with four minutes of chess. Uh, if you don't have a winner by checkmate, uh, you go into the ring, you box for three minutes. If you don't have a knockout, you go back to that same chess game until you have a winner on either the boxing or the chess. Right, okay, so after you finish, what, a round of three minutes of boxing, then you go back and play chess again? Another four minutes, and in total, uh, you've got six chess rounds and five boxing rounds. Right. Because both both players have uh, 12 minutes on the clock, on the chess clock, so 24 minutes, uh, six rounds, four minutes. In the last round, one of the guys is going to uh, run out of time. Of course. Uh, so that could be the other way to win it, but preferably, of course, it's by knockout or, or checkmate. Okay, so how many chess players can box, and also vice versa? Not a lot yet. There is a fascination between uh, boxing and chess. Lennox Lewis is, uh, was well known for being a chess player and was once challenged by this Ukrainian heavyweight to play chess before they went into the ring. Although, I think after you've actually been punched a few times, it makes it just a little bit harder to think. It definitely does. You have this scary to make the wrong moves on the chess game, but now I have this threat that I have to go back into that <laughs> ring and try to do better. Look, three minutes can be a long time in the round if you have four minutes off. I mean, that, that, that's quite nice. Sure. And who moves chess, the chess pieces chess for you? Because you've got the gloves on. The chess table is in the middle of the ring. The moment when the round is over, I go back into my corner. The guys get the table out of the, the chessboard table. Everything goes out of the ring and uh, I turn around and uh, it's the boxing ring again. All right, let me come up with my own extreme sport. What have I got? How about this? Water polo archery. <laughs> hey? Yeah, that's pretty good. Hang on. Horse racing soccer. Yeah, no, I don't like that one. Oh, okay, forget I said that. I read that the third week in January is the week where people have finally had enough. 
And it's because of all of the frivolity of silly season. You realize and it dawns on you that you're back at work and you're back in your daily routine. And so by the third week of January, people have well and truly had it, which is why I'm going to give you the chance to use me as a conduit for your spleen. But allow me to start, if you don't mind, if you want to get it off your chest. And there's a few things. One immediately came to me then when I was checking the Rubber Room Facebook page. Will people please stop asking me to like their random friend's Facebook page? I really don't care about Tom's Orange Company. It doesn't, it don't, why would I want to like that? But the serious ones are this, all right? If you're going to walk undercover and it's raining and you've got an umbrella, undercover means you don't have to have the umbrella up anymore. You can put it back in its sheath. Put it back up when, of course, you're out, when you haven't got cover. But if you're undercover, pull the umbrella back in. Hang on, I haven't even started yet, Sammy X. Hold on to your one. If you're going to go to the gym and you're going to sit down on a piece of equipment, don't text anybody. Because while you're sitting there texting people, I want to go on that piece of equipment. And I can't, get off the please. What have you got? Well, I'm glad you mentioned the umbrella thing because that's <gasps> I really hate when people carry their umbrellas and they hit you with it and they poke you yeah, in the like, eye with it. Yeah. And then they're walking undercover and then you're like, well, I could be undercover. That's my, I don't that's have my one. That's my, get your own. Okay, well, the other one that really winds me up is when you're on public transport and there's a whole bunch of people standing up and you've got loads of bags and you're sitting down and you go, okay, I'm going to stand up and let the elderly ladies sit down. Oh. And there's all of these so-called gentlemen sitting around you and you're there on your heels and you've got 30 all right, bags I hear you. and your laptop. Okay, yeah, all and right. And you stand yeah. up and then you're like, why isn't well, that person... Well, what about the 80-year-old ladies that always have to get on the train when you want to, and I'm not going to say of any particular, but you know where I'm coming from. I want to get off the train now, but hang on, just let me get off the train. What do you want to get off your chest? Vent spleen now. I hate it when it's 42 bloody degrees outside. I can't wear my black jeans, my black metal t-shirt. You're sweating like Courtney Love. Goes all the way down your back, all the way down. I won't go any further. Summer, shove that up your ass. See you later, Summer. What is it, John? Yeah, what really irks me is when you go to the gym and people, they go and they just stand around and they chat and oh. they get in your way yeah. and they just, uh, they don't do anything. Heavy no, equipment. But, you know, you oh. drop that on the floor, they trip over that, it's your fault. Oh, don't even get me started. Oh, and, then, and then people who just leave the weights on, on whatever piece of equipment don't Take even Take it off, put, it, put it, away. it away. Yeah, and you stand there for five minutes awkwardly going, you know, sort of with that look on your face going, oh, are you going to use that or are you using that? And then they get all annoyed when you ask them. It's like, oh, you're using it. Well, well, you're actually not. You're just standing around doing nothing. What is it, Mark? <laughs> Mate, what, like, why does everybody like say the word like every eight seconds? Like, what is that? It's not, it's supposed to be used if you like something, not like if you like something. Like, I was just having dinner and like, I had like, to wait. Why are you having to like everything? <laughs> what is it with that, Phil? Like? I don't like like. I hate like. Tell me, Brandon. People that use the right-hand lane on the freeway when they're not overtaking, it drives me Left hand for the slow people, right oh, hand for the folks. Glenn Frey said it best, life in the fast lane. You're about to lose your mind. It drives me insane, mate. You have no idea. Let's hear you, Chris. Mate, I'm from Coffs Harbour, North Coast, right? Oh, I hate Coffs Harbour. Oh, no, that's not it. Oh, good, okay. Sydney drivers, if you're in traffic and you, okay, you might be three seconds not getting away from the from the red lights or whatever, the bloke behind toots the horn. You know what? It's driving you around the big banana, and you should know because it's yours. <laughs> <sighs> big breaths, everybody. In through the nose, out through the mouth. That's better. Oh, yeah. Nemesay, nemesay. 
Last night I was talking about this. Hi, you've reached the NASA newsroom. I was watching Stephen Colbert and he managed to talk to the astronaut at the International Space Station. So I said to Sammy X, let's do that. Let's contact NASA. Let's see if we can get the astronaut on. It'd be great chance for us to get a bit of publicity. Well, today we got an email and to NASA's credit, they got back to us pretty quickly. Although the news wasn't exactly stellar. Yeah, but it's not bad. It's not a no. No. So they essentially said, thanks for your email. (laughs) However, we have a very limited amount of slots with uh, Commander Kelly that we asked for, and they are all essentially already filled until he comes home. So while he's in space, all of his uh, interview slots have been filled. Who's doing the interview with him apart from us? Who could be more important than the rubber room to talk to about stuff? Look, I don't know. There's nobody else he can talk. Was he going to talk to Michelle Laurie and she's going to just complain about how everybody on Earth is always mean to her? Why can't they talk to us? And you know what I like about NASA, by the way? I don't. You know that that thing that used to land. What do they call it? The space shuttle. When the say said the space shuttle was going to land on Earth at 10:27, it would land on Earth at 10:27. NASA should be in charge of airlines. Yeah, and uh, public transport and everything. Yeah, I mean, I like to call that NASA time. Yeah, you should be on NASA time. I'm too busy writing the news. So, um, what's the update then? At this stage, not a no, but not a yes. Yeah, it's well, it's kind of a no, really. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> it's a no, it? let's, let's be it. honest about it. So, when I'm not trying to get hold of NASA, I like to write the news for the news guys because I like to add some little nuances in there, uh, like, you know, some song lyrics, for example. Former Prime Minister Tony Abbott is expected to run again for the seat of Warringah at this year's federal election, although some feel that his life is stuck in second year and it hasn't been his day, his week, his month, or even his year. The biggest sporting bodies in the nation are being called on by the federal government. Tonight, though, here in the Rubber Room, our rubber band, please, uh, Mr. Inappropriate, introduce our next guests. There's a boy in there and a bear as well. I was bear once during my streaking days. I used to handcuff myself to lampposts and pretend I was on a bucks night. Really? Please welcome to the Rubber Room, boy and bear. Good to see you, guys. Did you have much of a break over Chrissy? Yeah, yeah, we did. We had a bit of a break over Chrissy, which was nice. You recorded live tape, didn't you, with this album? Yes. What would tend to happen is the five of us would play, and then sometimes the guy who produced our record, Ethan Johns, he might jump on a keyboard or a guitar or a percussion thing because he's a freak percussion. Well, he's a freak at everything, but he's really good at percussion. Like, we would do five or six things, and then you can add to that. I think the most things we really put on was, like, a maybe a backing vocal line, and then maybe if the percussion didn't go down live, it would go down afterwards, and then there might be a guitar or a keyboard. But yeah. it's a different kind of way of doing it so we went all right that's ethan's philosophy and it seemed to work with where we wanted to get to with actually trying to capture some of that live energy that we've you know built up playing all the shows together you have a certain thing you feel like it's not quite translating sometimes if you go and do all the layering so we're like let's just get in there and play and we were working with a great team so the guys in terms of the engineering were able to get really great sounds and when you put good sounds together with good energy then it that's kind of how people made records before technology allowed you to do it differently i told you before limit of love i thought was fantastic i think it's you know and i mentioned it had a real Roxy music feel about it as well. Funky almost. But then hearing it acoustically, well, I even had thoughts of uh, Band of Horses. That song took on a few different forms. We knew we had something in, in the kind of the way the melody was working with the chords. And, and then yeah. when finally when we got it to the studio, Ethan kind of added a final magic touch to it, I think, which just brought it into a bit of a, a unique space. And Simesy, our bass player, like, grew up playing like soul tunes and stuff. Oh, okay, so he, right. he sort of has that like 
education where that's his sort of go-to music. Right. And so if you give him like a little bit of a, an opening to put a bit of groove into it, he'll really, he can right. really lay that down. Next, so. thing, next thing on stage, you're doing Family Affair. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Which I'd like to hear you do, incidentally, if ever the opportunity arises. Oh, thank you so much for coming in and playing live in the rubber room. Really appreciate it, guys. Thanks, oh, Phil. Thank Cheers. Uh-oh. Woolworths forced to withdraw Australia Day merchandise after leaving Tasmania off the hats. Oh, that's what happens with your map of Tasmania. You always seem to forget about it. I've got an aunt. I don't know if you heard this last year. I've got an aunt that lives in Tasmania, and she's always really pissed off. Nothing to do with, I think, living in Tasmania. She's just pissed off in general. But that doesn't stop me making fun of her. Hello? Auntie Jeannie, it's Phil in Australia. How are you? You're live on the radio. Who do you want to speak to? You? I've got a question for you. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't know much about Tasmania. I want to ask you something. No, look, I'm not, not interested. It's just that somebody told me that everybody in Tasmania is related to each other. Is that true? Of course they're bloody well not. No? <laughs> Gazzo, it looks like uh, Bring Me the Horizon, who were due to headline Soundwave, but of course that didn't happen. Looks like they're coming anyway. They are, Phil. They're reworking their Southeast Asian dates to fit around uh, new Australian dates, so uh, they're going to make an announcement on the rearranged dates as soon as possible, but they are looking forward to seeing their fans very, very soon. Yeah, I spoke to them. Here's what they said. We're committed to putting on a f***ing decent show, and I think because, unless I'm mistaken, we're one of like the, the main bands playing, we'll have a good slot, and we'll be able to have some good production and, and bring a really good show this time. Can't wait to see Bring Me The Horizon. I saw them a couple of years ago, and they were great. You'd like them. I love them. No, I love that record. I thought it was one of my records of last year, so uh, super excited to see them live. Yeah, they're a bit dissimilar to your favourite band, the Steve Miller Band, but they're still oh, good. Oh, dude. Fly like an eagle. It's Kenny Rogers, you idiot. I thought it was Kenny Don't, G. You can't confuse Kenny Rogers and Steve Miller. Hey, I read this the other day. Only one in eight people have ever spoken on the radio, have ever called up a radio station and spoke. And I never really thought about it, I guess, you know, because it's what I do. But I never really thought, well, you know, about ringing up a radio station and just going, hello, have you never, are you a virgin? Have you never rung a radio station ever for no other reason than just to have your voice on the wireless? I've never called a radio station. Well, now's your chance. So anyway, uh, hello, Kathy rang up before. How are you? And also, Matt, how are you, man? Hey, mate, how you going? Welcome to the world of radio. How are you enjoying it? Uh, it's all right. What do you do normally? I'm a carpenter. A carpenter? I'd like to come and see your job one day and just help you do some stuff with your wood. Uh, you can help me. Now you've called the radio station, your name's actually going to come up on the phone. Whenever you call again, people will go, Hi, Matt, how are you? Having a good time? Loving it. Would you like to say hello to anybody? Uh, me, mate. There you go, mate. There you go, you've done it, you've been on the radio. Yes. Hello, Cherie. Hi, how are you? Look, you just said it, you just spoke on the radio. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Is it good? Are you enjoying it? <laughs> I am, thank you. We're just on our way back from the Central Coast, so Brilliant. Well oh. everybody will be able to hear you. How old are you if you don't mind me asking? I'm twenty eight. Twenty eight years of age and you've yeah. never spoken on the wireless. Now you have. You've done that yeah. bucket list tick. How does it feel? It feels good. I'm a bit nervous, but it feels good. Don't be nervous. Don't worry. Allow me. I'm kind of like the pilot of the airwaves. Thanks, Ugly Phil. Would you like to say hello to anybody or say something that everybody can hear? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Hi to my family and all my friends um, in uh, Western Sydney or Southwest Sydney. I'm on the radio. First time ever. No, hey, come on. Well done, Cherie. <laughs> Thanks, Ugly Phil. <laughs> Hang on, folks. Another first time caller, Grizzo. Hello. 
How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. How are you? You're on the air. Yeah, yeah. You've never Love been on the program. radio before, I no, heard. How's no. it feel? Do you feel good? Oh, yeah, I guess. It's like a brand new pair of underpants. Isn't it? It's really good. A bit starchy at first, but once you move around and then three days later... Oh, well, like three seconds later, I feel very comfortable. I feel comfortable having you here, Grizzo. And from now on, whenever you ring up, you don't have to tell anybody who you are. We've got you on the phone. Grizzo, three-day underpants man. Fantastic. It's lovely having you here, part of the Rubber Room family, my friend. Mate, dig the program. Oh, there you go. I'm telling you, I'm going to start a cult. And we're going to all move into a forest somewhere. And I'll be the cult leader, you know. I'm trying to think of the name of the guy that had the beard. Well, I probably won't be like him, but as a cult leader, it will be my pleasure to make love to your wife for you. And I will have many wives. Renee, what's going on? I'm good, how are you? What are you doing? Driving to the bottle shop. What are you going to do there? Buy Jack Daniels. No, it's going to be called a Lemmy from Lemmy oh, from Motorhead. Lemmy. Yeah. Oh, take me the lingo then. There you go. I now, you're not, you're not drink driving at the moment. No, we're Brilliant. the Desi's tonight. That's good. Okay, when you get home, yeah. then enjoy the Lemmy's. Who's in the car with you? Mitchell. Hello, Mitchell. How are you? Good, thank you. Nice to talk to you. Are you boyfriend, girlfriend? Brilliant. I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if it involves you, but apparently more and more Australians are getting involved in making films of themselves, making love at home. No, I'd rather not. No, That's not me event. either. Thanks very much. The last thing I want to see is me naked. Oh, me too. Of course. And some of the That's positions I get in, I tell you, it's worse than being in Tasmania. Oh, I could imagine. Don't forget the map of Tassie. That's it. However, more and more Australians are making amateur porn at home. And this is good news. Not necessarily for you, although you may, <laughs> after you get into the lemmy, you might get the vibe if you get my drift. Maybe. Who yeah. knows where the night's going to lead us? Well, hello. I'll be over about midnight. Hello. Yeah, come over for a drink. It's getting weird now. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk to world-renowned porn star Klaus Finger in just really? a sec. Yeah, and he's going to oh, give us some tips. Shop. He, I don't know what he does. He makes films and he's going to give some tips on how to make movies. So if you and Mitch, after you've had some lemmies, feel like making the beast with two backs and putting it in front of a camera. <laughs> just, don't encourage us, no, please. No, don't send it to me. And I noticed how initially in the conversation we were like, no bloody so way. But now you're like, actually, Mitch, not a bad idea, darling. Oh, a little bit. People work it out. Thanks, Rumper Room. You're the best. Rob. Hey, Brad Payne. How are you? Thanks for getting involved via the Rubber Room Facebook page. Hello, Kate Lills. Yes, bring me the horizon of touring. Hello, Dougie. How are you? Thanks for the Dr. Dan theme you played. Hello, Ricky Dallas. Did you hear your name? Yes, because I called it out because I love you. I love all of the people on the Rubber Room Facebook page. I love you as all. I love you like you're my own bloody family. <laughs> I was telling you before that more and more Australians apparently are making their own amateur porn, which is why it's great to have Klaus Finger International adult movie star on the phone. How you been, buddy? Yeah, it's been really cool, man. I've been like, you know, just rocking in and rolling. Brilliant. So what was the last film that you did that people may have seen? It was adult uh, romance movie, you know. Yeah. It was called Come Hither. Come so Hither? Come Hither? Was it the Shakespearean yeah. one that you did? Uh, no, that was another one called Dicklet. 
That's the one. Because you're very well known, of course, here in Australia for the film that you filmed here, Penal Colony, which I think you did back in 1996 or 97, where you actually got a lot of amateur people to be involved in it. Yeah, we did. Uh, we brought the whole uh, crew down to Australia there. We, uh, we filmed it all around on the Gold Coast and in the rocks in Sydney and the Melbourne. Yeah, sure. Uh, up to Penal Colony 6, which was... Really? Uh, that many? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fascinating. Uh, it was a lot to do with uh, the history and the convicts. Yes, of course, that's right. Yeah, a lot of uh, be- people being and, chained uh, up, locked up. on the boat and the way over and they're coming on the boats, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean, bad baby. So there's a big story about how more and more average Australians are getting involved in making their own film, amateur porn, if you will. And I just wanted, as an expert, maybe you could give a three of the most important tips. Really, you haven't changed a bit. I hear your, your double on Fondre going to say, Yeah, that yeah, no, wasn't actually, yeah, but thank you for picking it up. I'm happy to go with that. Sure. Bad, no, I baby. think it's a good one, yeah. You've got to uh, make some love looking in the eyes. I did read somewhere that you used as a way of getting into the character, you studied animals, and in fact, in Penal Colony 2, uh, you studied the actions of a crab. Many different stars. A crab, for instance, is a going sideways. Going sideways. You know, so you're actually actually looking at the lateral movement of the animal to get yourself into the character of... Sometimes also right. the horny goat. Right. The horny goat is very masculine. It's for the man to be the horny goat. Yeah. And if they, uh, the people are listening at home, they can practice along. Yeah. They can puff out the chest. Yes. They put the shoulders back. And uh, as my mother used to say to me when I was a small boy, yeah. she was class, don't forget, it's a clean underpants. Give you some extra girth, but make sure you remember to take off the bands, otherwise you'll find some discoloration and perhaps even cellular deterioration. Very interesting. Well, it's really great to talk to you again. It's about your love. When you have the love, right, Phil, you can make the love. You understand? Oh, yeah, totally. I'm exactly. I'm an expert on you. I've watched a lot of your films. I can see exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, that's a special camera for you. Klaus Finger, it's a pleasure. Very happy to be here. Sammy X is exhausted. She had a house inspection today. Had to do some housework, apparently. It's been a really busy day today. Do you know how I like to collect records? You know, right, really unusual ones. When I say records, I'm talking about vinyl. But not just like stuff, like I like, like Steely Dan or whatever. But, you know, really unusual and bizarre stuff, right? Yeah, you love all that, don't you, Phil? Dana Brown's Animal World. Here's a... And I'm taking it that this is from probably the early 60s. Dana Brown was, I guess, a bit like the Steve Irwin. Uh, and I think he's American. But he liked to record his animal kingdom. Can I play you a... Fantastic. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you'll like this then. The only time two tigers are together is during the mating season. <laughs> the actual physical mating period is from three to six days and nights. Right. During this period... The tigers will mate on the average of once each 10 minutes, day and night, for the entire period lasting from three to six days and nights. The sounds you will hear in a moment are the actual sounds of two tigers mating. I can't wait. The female is the aggressor in this action. Really? Yet she's the one making all the fuss. I never could understand females. Does anybody? (laughs) 
Beautiful. Oh, man. you got too much time. Imagine being the sound engineer on that gig. Like, uh, yeah. I'll be doing the electric light orchestra after this. All right, got to go. Tomorrow, world champions. And also tomorrow, Albie Mangles. Uh, what day is it tomorrow? Thursday, uh, Albie no, Mangles. Friday. You did Friday. promise me Albie Mangles. No, Friday's Albie. Right, okay. No Albie Mangles tomorrow then. No, because I haven't had time. <laughs> Stop it! You may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. Go! Triple M, the rubber room.